Welcome to the Small Church Leadership Podcast, the podcast where we are helping the small church fulfill the big mission. I am Brian, a fellow small church pastor, and I'm joined by two of my greatest friends in the whole wide world. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not you guys. I'm talking about my two dogs that are on my desktop screen for my computer. I'm also joined by these other pastor guys that are with me, Joey and Kobe. I Kobe, was Joey. Who he was with. Hey, I was, yeah. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Not much. Just glad to be here. Just dreaming the live, baby. Dreaming, dreaming the live. The live. Yep. Joey, what's up with you, I'm sir? Living in the blessings of the Lord. Oh. My goodness! Change, but this not, man not not different. But he is hit. Change. He is he's in the glory cloud. The kabob. If you can see the halo that's hanging around him right now, mm, <laughs> man. I will tell. I will, I will say this: for you to be living in the blessings of the Lord and it to be around us, I might would start questioning how how good those blessings really are. So, but it, that's another podcast for another day, right, guys? Well, guys, I'm glad to be back together as we share again. And, we, you know, our motto is helping the small church fulfill the big mission. One of the things that is critically important for the small church to capitalize on is Easter, right? Like Easter is super important. And so we have actually stopped the current series we were in or pushed pause on it, the systems series that we were in. And if you're a regular listener, you're probably going, wait a minute, your dates were so off last week. Well, after talking about it, we realized that it would be better for us to get this series out to you quicker so you have more time to work with it. So bear with us on the dates. And remember, man, this is a free podcast. And what does it go, Joey? It, you always pay, you always get what you pay for. You always get what you pay for. Okay. Speaking of getting what you pay for, if you're interested in sponsoring the Small Church Leadership Podcast, <laughs> okay, maybe we should do that after we'll we do take a better time episode. And offering okay. later. Of course, it's just the three of us, and we're broke. So, uh, well, we'll take time and offering now, not later. Yeah. So, guys, we've been talking about the Easter strategy, the Easter growth strategy, and it looks like a wave. Joey, tell us about the wave again, real quick. What that is? All right. So you got the front side of the wave. That's the build up to the peak. You got the peak of the wave, and then you got the backside of the wave. And if you could see him right now, he was demonstrating that. He was demonstrating. <laughs> there was actually, I thought a plane was going to land just yes. a second ago. The he, way he, he was the, moving, he had the motions. It looked like he was doing the uh, the wave, the <laughs> the dance. Moves. Yeah, okay. And now, if you could see Colby, he looks like he's <laughs> a hula dancer or something. So I talk with my hands. So tie my hands, and you're going to get yeah, nothing. Yeah, if you have to, if you have to sit on your hands, you're in trouble, right? Well, today we're talking about the peak of that wave, and the peak of that wave is Easter. Easter's a pretty big day in the church calendar. Easter's one of those days we joke about them all the time. We call them CEO Christians. They're Christmas and Easter-only Christians. Those are the people that only come a handful of times a year, and Easter is one of those times. So we talked last week about the wave, and that was a pretty long episode. And so if you guys loved long episodes from Small Church Leadership Podcast, well, guess what? We got another one for you today. <laughs> so today we're talking about the way, about the top of that wave, and that is Easter. So if you need to go back and re-listen to the front side of that and see kind of some things we did, please go listen to that. Listen to it with your team. Man, make sure that you are intentional about doing those things that need to be done so we can kick up some dust for your church this year at Easter. So as we start talking about the actual crest of the wave, the day of, we start talking about Easter, guys... What does that look like to you? As a small church leader, it looks like a lot of work. Uh, yeah. One of the things in, and I, I'm not going back to 2020's Easter because that was just different. And you know, we're planning on 2021 going back to. And I don't you need to be go, planning on talking a little louder. Is what you need to. I, I don't. I'm, I'm right on the mic. I, <laughs> hey, listener, am I loud enough? Anyway, 
I heard them say no. I heard I heard nothing. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I'm not going back to 2019 because I don't want 2019 Easter either. Uh, I, I want a fresh experience. I want people to experience Jesus Ooh, maybe for the fire. first time. Fresh fire. Uh, you know, I want I want better. You know, my word, my one word is be better. And so I want better. Be better at everything but math. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's that for for me, Easter sounds like a lot of work, but you got some great people in your building. Get them going. Amen. Get them going. Start getting them volunteers. That's why we felt it was so important to get this to you sooner than later because it's going to take a team. Pastor, you can't do it all. Absolutely. It's going to take a team. Absolutely. And so we wanted to get that to you and tell you, hey, these are the things, the steps that we've done. We're not telling you to do anything that we've never done. Facts. We've done these, and we know that it takes a, a team to get it done. That's it. And the thing about the Pastor, you may be sitting out there going, well, I don't have a team, or my team's not a good team. They're a good team. They're Everybody's team has struggles, but you've got, you've got, and even if you feel like they're not a good team, they're the team you got this year. Yeah. And so, man, you gotta, you gotta dance with who brung you. And maybe, maybe the reason they're not as good as you want them to be is because, well, you haven't listened to the uh, leadership there system. There we go. Yeah. Okay. You Ooh, haven't heard man. the leadership system yet. Thank you for bailing me out. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. 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 Extreme cool. ownership. So there's no bad teams. Only bad leaders. Only Just bad, bad leaders. leaders. It would hurt my feelings uh, very much. We should have right. never had to read that book. Oh, it's terrible. We so, didn't have to. We chose to. Well, extreme ownership. Luke. Extreme ownership. Yeah. Jocko Willink. So. Well, guys, today we're talking about the day of Easter. Maybe you're sitting there going, well, it's just Easter. It's just another church service. Why do we need to worry about that? Friend, if you're wondering about why you need to worry about what your Sunday morning looks like, Come go back and, and talk to us. Yeah, go back and listen to the Sunday morning worship right. systems series that, or episode we did. And also, yeah, it matters. It matters a lot. This is a big, big day because more people are going to be in your building than, than on a typical day. And also we've talked about if you do all the steps correctly, the goal of the front end of the wave is to double at Easter. And so on the day of the wave, on the day of Easter, if you were running 10 people, we want you to have 20 people. If you were running 50 people, we want you to have 100 people on that day of the wave. And so there are a handful of things that we need to pay attention to, and we're going to talk about those now. So, Joey, why don't you tell us what those handful of things are, and then we'll break each one of them down. All right. Parking lot. Parking lot. Lobby area. Worship center. And then the follow-up. And then follow-up we'll cover next week more Wait, than this week. Are you saying we need to worship centers? What? Oh, the worship center. center. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Southerner. So for you northern listeners, it's <laughs> center. So say it one more time. I was being silly. That's why you've got the northerner up. on the group with you guys. <laughs> you're not northerner. You're midwesterner. Well, same thing. Things yeah. we need to think about. The parking lot, the lobby area, the worship center when they actually get in your sanctuary, and the follow-up. Okay, so talk to us about what each one of those are. Let's break them down a little bit and what we're looking for. All right, so when they come into the parking lot, one of the things that we want to have is the wow factor. Before, when they pull up and see our building, is there something that can we can do to have them have a wow factor, wow okay. moment? 
coming up. <laughs> that they're coming into something that's I've, an experience for them. I've had we some pretty bad experience. wow factors. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can have good or bad. Yeah. You just go, wow. wow. <laughs> if you if you say, wow, then, then that needs to be adjusted. Hey, listen. Everybody is somebody's reason to say either thank God or oh God. Yeah. And so, <laughs> now, so what are some things we can do when people pull up to help us have a wow factor? Uh, you can have, if, if the children's church has got something special going on, which it should, uh, is there a character out there that would illustrate that or help the kids, or make the kids feel excited about going to children's church? Okay, so they're going to have the Easter bunny or, well, oh my gosh, Easter's not about the bunny. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, we're, we're good with you on that. Maybe they have Peter the Apostles out there. I don't know what <laughs> you have at your church. But. Well, we had a character that showed up in our children's ministry, Molly. And so we had Molly with the red hair out there greeting kids, get them excited about uh, uh, coming to Children's Church, introducing them to Children's Church, yeah. uh, trying to relieve some of the fears that probably yeah. new kids would have about going someplace new because yeah, now course. they have a friend, Molly, yeah. that they're going to Children's yeah. Church with of course, to help the parents get in. So we want parking lot attenders to help people find out where to go. Uh, me and Aaron visited a, uh, a park uh, one time. And we almost left because there was no signage. It said you had to pay to get in. You had to have a pass to go past this point, but it never told us where to go to get a pass. And so we almost left, uh, and we don't want anybody to leave because they don't know what to do and where to go. Yeah. And we were just talking about this before we hit record, uh, which, by the way, if you were to be a monthly partner with us financially, we would let you listen in to all the things we talk about before we start recording I wish you could see how big their eyes are. We ain't telling you nothing about what we talk about. <laughs> I'll, I'll quit talking. <laughs> uh, so we were talking about before we hit record about how there's an old statistic. And it, uh, the first time I heard it, it come from Dr. Owen Weston, that people make their mind up about a church within the first seven minutes of them being there. Now, here's the irony, and this is what I tell our team. The people, the only people that show up early to church are new people. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like yes, don't know to be late. They like don't. Yeah. Then. Our regular attenders, they're already committed to being late. And so, like, we before I come out to preach, before our worship team even sings in many cases, it's the people that are in the parking lot, the people that are greeting at the doors, the people that are working in our coffee house that are really setting the tone for whether these people are going to be coming back or not. And one of the things, we didn't write this one down, and I think this is important because I had a secret shopper come in, and they had a child that needed to go into the nursery. And they were early, and my nursery wasn't open. Mm. So you need to have that stuff ready to go. You know, if you're going to have a place, a nursery yeah. for, the, for the little ones, you've got yeah. to have it manned early. Absolutely. You know, have a time in mind. We well, do fifteen so, minutes. So we we a lot. Well, of, we did fifteen minutes too, but they showed up even earlier than that. So we've kind of bumped it up to thirty minutes prior, where we yeah. want we want people yeah. uh, get ready to go. Uh, so with COVID, we started opening our door at ten fifteen. I wanted my volunteers there at ten forty five or nine forty five. Yeah, uh, some showed up at ten forty five. Well, they were there at ten forty five. Yeah, I wanted them there at nine forty five. So thirty minutes prior to uh, yeah to. to Game time, I guess you yeah. could say. So ours is 20 minutes. And really the only reason it's 20 minutes right now, just the context that we're in, our praise team comes in the only time they can rehearse is that morning. So for them to be finished rehearsing and in our huddle, that's one of the things that we did. If you're out there and you're going, well, how can I get people to show up on time or show up early? Have a huddle. We have a team huddle, and the team huddle is really its really about us praying. That's the big part for us to pray together. But we also are reminding people of the vision and reminding people to be on station. 
And so if you're not at that huddle, that's a big deal for us. So our guys know that if they're not at that huddle, they're going to get chewed out by me. Yeah, we and, started at 11. We got yeah. a 10.30 huddle, uh, which is the pep rally for, the, for yeah. the service. We're pumping people up. We're reminding them of why they're doing yeah. what they're doing. And uh, so with your greeters and with especially with – you need to have some special huddles for Easter, by the way. Easter is a special day, okay? And so, man, maybe you need to have – and, guys, we're going to stay late, and we're going to have like a, a team rally, everybody after service. We're buying pizza for everybody, but we need all volunteers, all hands on deck. You have the privilege as the pastor to call meetings like that, but it's like exclamation points. Have you ever gotten one of those emails from somebody that every sentence is an exclamation point? Like if everything's an exclamation, nothing's an exclamation. And so don't call all hands on deck meetings 40 out of the Sunday, 52 Sundays of the year. Call them three or four times out of the year. And one of those times to call an all hands on deck meeting would be when you're preparing for Easter. So let them know, hey, guys. We, you can't not be on time, and if you're not in your if you're not in your place on time, you you know who you got to look out for. You got to look out for me, and I'm very mean and very angry. Just look at my face. My mama didn't make a face like this for it to be pretty. This is an ugly <laughs> dude, right? So, like, just make sure that hey, you're man. you're helping to. Hey, easy now. I'll start telling what you were saying before we hit record. So that's one way that we can get people there. So we've got people in the parking lot. That's one way we can have a wow factor. We've got uh, characters in the parking lot. I know we have a friend uh, who, uh, Pastor Tommy, I talked about him last episode at One City. They have, like, characters from Toy Story that show up, and they call it, like, Hero Sunday. My buddy, Pastor Kevin at Thrive Church, they do Superhero Sunday with the Avengers. And all it is are just adult volunteers that are dressing up like the Avengers. I mean, man, I've got some guys that are cosplay guys. They love to do stuff like that. Um, like, so it's stuff that's a wow factor to have people in the parking lot. What are other, the other places that we were talking about, Joey? Can you th- remind us what they are again? So the lobby area. The lobby area. When people come in from your parking lot into your lobby, whatever it is, we got a small lobby, but we got a lobby there. Uh-huh. Uh, is there somebody to direct them where to go? Yes. And so is there is there somebody opening the door for them? Do they have to open the door to self, or does somebody open the door and welcome them yeah. in? So unless, that's another com, com point of contact. Now, you mean unless it's raining, right? If it's raining, we want people to just stay in there with the door shut and watch people struggle <laughs> to get out, right? We got these little windows that are like uh, eight inches <laughs> wide and about a foot high, and we just all your face is all that fits in that window. That's where you're looking at new people coming in. Uh, so when, no, if it's raining, get an umbrella and go out there and get them. Go get them, cornbread. <laughs> and and I lead that because I want to be some of the first ones to to get them. And so there's the times that I'm in a rain jacket and a two Amen. umbrellas, one for me and one for them because I don't want to share an umbrella with them because that could be creepy. That, yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, especially for those of you out there that are mouth breathers. <laughs> I'm just insulting people left and right. I need to pray. I need something. Okay. So we want our lobby area. So I think one of the ways that we need to remember to make our lobby area beautiful is cleanliness. We're in the COVID era. And so maybe maybe buy a couple extra hand sanitizing stations. Ah, well, COVID was was not a real thing. We don't need to worry about it. Okay, good for you. But do it anyway. Do it anyway. Yeah. Because it ain't about you. Here's the reality. Perception is reality. I've noticed this when I have some argue, when I have some heated exchange of concerned ideas and vigorous exchanges of heated fellowship with my wife. I've noticed that even if I didn't mean something to come off the way that it it did, her perception of me did, and perception is reality. And I, now we have to trace it back down to say, okay, 
that's not what I meant or not how I was. Uh, I see your reality. The truth is, is that there are people that we're trying to reach that their perception is that cleanliness has to matter. And that's, that is just a reality. I mean, we need to, whether there's a global pandemic or not, we need to be clean. We don't need spider webs and all that, but sanitation is a, is a reality to help the wow factor. So we've gone, we've all gone in hotels post COVID where they've had signs up. This, this is clean. You can use this or you can sit there. Make sure that you have that something that's factored into your lobby wow factor. Now, one of the things I did to help create a lobby is I had a, sanctuary to hold 250 people and the 35 people that i had in there 35 to 50 people i had in there looked like there was no crowd in there oh yeah the canyon effect and and so visitors even even if i had those people in there it looked like nobody was there so i took the back three or four pews out and made that a lobby area with my coffee house and my Mm -hmm. connect table it's beautiful by the way i love it i I like yours better than i like mine I like yours better than I like mine. And so I created a lobby place where people can connect with other people. Because I'm, I'm trying to get that seven minutes. Yeah. I'm trying to make them want yes. to come back. And I'm trying to connect them up with people because connections matter too. Now, this is probably not the com- not the podcast for that conversation. But I know there are some pastors that are listening that are thinking, this guy took pews out and didn't get lynched. <laughs> what is his secret? So maybe we'll do a different podcast on that. But you're, what you're ultimately saying is that you knew you wanted that building to be a place that was guest friendly and not, not uh, member friendly. Now, I, I, I want to tread lightly on that because these guests are going to eventually become members and we still want to love on our members and all of that. But we want to remind our members that the way we love on them is by fulfilling the mission and helping them fulfill the mission that God has for their lives. So we're making a wow factor in the parking lot, a wow factor in the lobby. What are some ways that we can make wow factors that don't cost us a lot of money? Having people. I mean, get, having people there that are actually kind and smiles look, don't cost look, anything. Look do happy, they? Right? Smiles yeah. don't cost anything. I mean, you get that grumpy one that's up there going, "Hey, welcome." He's the pastor of our church. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, so, so yeah, smiles are free, and uh, get the people that are happy about being there. The people that actually love their church and love people, and uh, you can, you know, our foyer actually extends out into the outside. We have kind of a porch cover over top of our doors, and so it extends out to there. So uh, put people outside the doors. Um, that yes, are that's so if, good. if anybody, and I don't care if it is a first-time person or Grandma Betty who has been coming here since she was three, and she's 103, and she, nobody opens that door by themselves. Nobody. Yes. You should have somebody out there that is opening the door for them. Um, and and it, it is so – it just – it actually – makes them feel welcome when you open the door for them. And and so put people outside, put people inside that are happy to be there and love love yeah. their church and love people. Yeah, and don't just prop the door open. Yeah. Yeah, like that's something I, I literally have to fight that every Sunday. And sometimes I fight it with a nice attitude, and sometimes Jesus is going to have to forgive me. But like <laughs> a propped open door, like think about it this way. If you pulled up to somebody's house that you didn't know, Okay, maybe somebody that you had had met on the internet, and you pulled up to their house because a lot of people are going to meet us on the internet. Or maybe you saw like, hey, somebody's going to be giving free karate lessons, and you saw it on a yard sign, and you went to this place that you found these karate lessons. Which, by the way, karate's crap. You need jujitsu anyway. But so you show up for these. That's why they give free karate lessons in the trailer park because it's not good. But anyway, so you show up for these free karate lessons, and the door's propped open. You ain't going in the house. You ain't going in that building because that's just weird. Like, did Ted Bundy 
prop that door open? And is he going to like, am I going to be on a Netflix serial killer documentary? So we prop our doors open, but that's just because it's a million <laughs> degrees in our foyer. So I'm, I'm no wonder he was looking at me like he's about to hit me with something. Like we prop our doors open all the time. And yeah, I'm like, no, 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 no. We do. Because we have happens? people standing there at the door. So it's not just propped open with nobody around. That's the, that's the it's key. It's propped open and we have people standing. If you have just your door propped open and people are leaving and people are not standing by the doorman in the door, then... They're, that's defeating the whole purpose of the whole deal. Quit looking at the clock. I I'm told not, everybody. I'm just sure it doesn't go I beep, told beep, everybody beep, beep. we were going to be going. We were going to be going. It's okay, boo. So you want people? You want people by the doors, man? I feel like I've talked myself into a hole now. Kobe's like, we propped the doors open. What you going to do about that? Nothing. His face. Than me. He, he, his smile dropped when I said that. Like, dang it, man. <laughs> so, lobby is there a hospitality area? Is there something I can show my yeah. clients? And not just this water over there if you want it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Especially in this area. Somebody with gloves on, mask on, yeah. can I serve you a cup of coffee? Yeah. May I get you a cup of coffee? Yes. Chick-fil-A, not McDonald's. Chick-fil-A yes. will go to your house and build an ice cream <laughs> machine. McDonald's, will their ice cream it's machine broke. hasn't worked since they, like, I, I, was, saw, I was four. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day, and on the meme, there were flags in front of McDonald's that were at half-mast, and they were like, why are the McDonald's flags at half-mast? It's because they lost another ice cream machine. So <laughs> anyway, so yeah, there's just something. I read this in, uh, I think it was somewhere, uh, I'm in weekend worship uh, experience thing group I'm in on Facebook. And it said, that it was talking about the difference between a there you are and a here we are church. And the here we are greeters are like, well, here we are. If you need anything, here we are. And we say this often, if you need anything, call me. And there's, and in many circumstances and contexts, that's okay. As a church greeter. As church hospitality, that's not okay. Well, here we are. If they need to know where the kids ministry is, they'll tell, they'll come to us. Here we are. We're clearly, we're at the info desk. And, but there's another group of people that are there. You are people. It's like, Hey, there you are. I'm going to go where you are. And I'm going to go and find you. you. I've been waiting yeah. for you. I see you have kids. Can I help you? Let me grab one of them in a car, in a car carrier, not grab one of them in a weird way. Make sure you've got your background check and all that. But like, it's the difference between they can come to us or we can go to them. I heard one of our bishops in our church say it this way in our, our denomination and it, man, it smacked me in the head. He said, we expect the non-believer to be the missionary. We expect the non-believer to learn our church language to learn our church culture, to find us as a church where our building is, and then come in and automatically be be ready to go. And God hasn't called them to be the missionary. He's called us to be the missionary. So that's a, my sermon for today. If a guest has to ask me something, I feel like I have failed them by not giving them information they need before. Yeah. That, and so that goes with signage that's clear, with language that makes sense. That and goes, that's one of the things that, that we struggle with is we'll have uh, fellowship hall or social hall. Yeah. What is that? What is that? Nobody really know. I mean, do you know where pe- do you know where people use that language? Church only in church, yeah. only in established and, and church. So you know our our signs they have those things, but we we have uh, we have or vi- visitors parking. We have. I will we, pull that up out of your yard whenever I see. They're not visitors; they're guests. You want them to come back? They're not visitors. We have park. signs clearly marked as bathrooms are this way. Yeah. Children's ministry room this way, nursery this way, so that people know the words and that you get, we've said it before, words matter. Yes. And if you're using lingo that they don't understand, they're not going to know. Yeah. Or font. Or font yeah. that they don't understand. Yeah. Listen. If you put lavatory down, I might not go to it, but that's what they call them right. on planes. Right. Uh, or head. That's what they call them on ships. Right. So. Like, be, be clear. Be very clear. And, and let your font be clear as well. Like, clear, clear is better than creative. 
clear is better than creative. And, you know, like if you think about a McDonald's logo, you've got it in your head right now. You've got, you could draw a McDonald's logo, right? If you think about a Chick-fil-A logo with the halo on top of that, like you, you can picture that, like clear is better than, than creative any day of the week. And so we're talking about the wow factor, the wow factor in the parking lot, wow factor in the lobby, the wow factor. Where's the next place that we're moving to? The worship center. The worship center. Ooh, worship. What is a worship center? Or the sanctuary. <laughs> Ooh, what's the sanctuary? <laughs> Sanctigimatorium. <laughs> yeah, I'm just having fun here. So what does that look like then? How do we create a wow factor? What's that what what's that entail? Is there ushers to help them find a seat? Okay. Is is all my, my regulars got the back seats and pushing the guests to the front seat? Yes. For the love of God, don't sit on the back seats, people. And listen, there are easy and creative and lovely ways you can do this. One way that, that I do this periodically, and I absolutely love this, and our people kind of like it because I get to be a little snipey, but also it's kind of fun, is I have our sound guy prepped up to play the song from the Jeffersons. We're moving on up. And, like, I get up, and I'm like, guys, let me remind you why we're here. And I always go back to the why. We're here to connect with people who are far from God, and what we want to do is help people move forward with Jesus. And did you know people who don't go to church they don't like to sit on the front row where they can be seen and they're scared that I'm going to be like, hey, any visitors, stand up. <laughs> like, so they love to sit on the back row where they can slide in and watch the show slide out. So here's what we're asking you to do. Just give me two rows today. Just move on up two rows. I need you to be like George and Wheezy. And he, he knows <laughs> when he hears me say, I need you to be like George and Wheezy, he hits it and it blasts through the building. Well, we're moving on up. And everybody, dude, I literally have had people like, laughing and clapping along with the beat and getting up and grabbing while all their they're stuff up, while they're without realizing up. they're mad. <laughs> and I'm like, this is a great experience and a great moment. So another pastor friend of mine, uh, Brett Cooper, who pastors Way Church in Prince George, he was on staff at a mega church in Tallahassee before he became pastor here. They would always have their ushers say, hey, I'm sending out an SOS. You know that uh, uh, police song? Sending out an SOS. That stood for slide over some, SOS. And their culture and their church knew that. So the point was to get people to slide to the middle of the pew because nobody wants to sit in the middle of the pew, especially visitors or, right. or guests. You see what I just did? Oh, I just said visitors. I was about to throw my shoe uh, at you. So he, the ushers were trained. If they saw people that weren't there, the ushers were just going to be like, hey, I'm sending out an SOS. And some of them were were silly, and they would sing it out, you know, hey, sending out. And, and sometimes it would blast through the sound system before it would go. But all this is is creative ways to create space where people aren't angry about giving up their sacred pew. You know, we have our building is a mix of traditional and contemporary, and part of that is some of the is all of the pews were donated by a family, and the majority of those families are long they've gone on to be with the Lord years ago, and I'm grateful that we have to we can stand on their heritage. But I will also share with our people, hey, I know you think it's your pew, but the only way that you have a pew is if th those people are dead on those names. Those pews were dedicated in memory of, and so like if you want your own pew, baby, you got to die, and like like we, let's move on up. <laughs> And so, the, like, so we're creating space. We're having ushers. We're having people in there. What are other things we can do in the worship center, auditorium, sanctatorium place? Connect. You gotta have some place to that people can connect up. So I, we have a connect table. You can call it what you want to, hospitality table, connect table, but some place where. Uh, they can find out yeah. where the next step is. Okay. We call ours a deluxe apartment in the sky. <laughs> Sorry, we don't call it that. I'm just stuck on there. 
Well, we've been talking about this first seven minutes in, in, in this, but that's not the goal of the day. That helps them. That creates the atmosphere they want to come back to. Uh, but yeah. the goal of my day is to get a Connect card. Now, before we get into the goal of the day with the Connect card, it is important for us to also mention, please have good music on Easter and every other Sunday. And please have... If you're if you're having kids up, which I think you should have something with your kids on the stage on big days, you know why? If you put your kid on stage, people are going to show up, right? Mm-hmm. Grandmamas are going to show up. And listen, we were in a training where the guy said this: your neighbor, the next door neighbor, could be the big the chief of all sinners and could hate religion, but if little eight year old Susie comes and says, "Mr. Bill, I'm going to be in a play on church and I'm singing a song. Will you please come see me?" Mr. Bill knows he's going to bust hell wide open if he says no to her. He might not even bleep <laughs> he in might, hell. Right. But if he says no to that little uh-huh. girl, he's gonna, he knows he's going to hell. And so, like, this is a listen. We'll do everything short of sin to get people to Jesus. And so if you've got something going on with your kids on the stage, make sure it's a good something. And and if make sure the sermon is good, Pastor. No more Saturday night specials, okay? Saturday night specials, a song by Leonard Skinner, it's not a good sermon preparation plan, okay? And I'm going to get ready to duck when I say this. If, if people are not inviting their friends to church, it may be because what you're offering them, they don't want to invite their friends to. Oh, now, see, I'm going to have to go put my gun in the truck. <laughs> so you're saying that people may be too embarrassed because of what we what the product is like, that they don't want to invite people mm-hmm. to church? What could they do to fix that? Maybe listen to our... Systems, systems podcast. Systems, okay, systems, cool. Yeah. cool, 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 cool. So, yeah, it matters what you do on Sunday. You want to have Wow Factor in the service as well. And guys, this ain't just Easter. Like, please, for the love of God, don't just have a good killer Easter and then have a bad week after Easter. And week yeah, I'm after a that, firm believer that. In, in Easter Sunday. We need to be who we are. Thank you. Uh, don't, don't invite need, a special speaker. We in. don't need smoke machines. Yeah. We don't. And and that was another thing. We, we and we used to do this. And and my worship team. God bless them. I love them. They do a great job of setting the table. Uh, but one of the things that they used to do was, and, and this was my fault, is we would schedule a special cantata, which church people, un, non-church people don't know what that is. It's a special musical. That that? Oh, right. And it would go forty-five minutes long. And I did it one year on Easter Sunday, and then a forty-five minute message. No, I preached for like maybe five minutes. I gave the God just a quick John three sixteen at the end because people have crockpots going, they got hams, they got they got stuff going on for Easter dinner and everything. And so I looked at that and I was like, I can't do that ever again. Yeah. And so that Sunday is not for the special speaker. It's not for the special. Special song, okay. Special musical, not quite on that day. Yeah, and probably let your special song be something done by the kids. That that's special not a song bad probably idea. doesn't need to be done by somebody who's already in your praise band, who just it's Sunday and the building's going to be packed, and they feel like they're going to be on American Idol. You know, let let them have their special song week after Sunday when all them folks don't come back for Easter. But that's another. <laughs> <laughs> or in, so, on Father's Day, or the last the Sunday after Memorial the Memorial Day Sunday, or yeah. the last Sunday of the year. That's when they can have their special services. Go. Those are, by the way, in case you don't know, those are traditionally the Sundays that are the least attended all across the board in America. Guys, that's been a lot of good stuff that we've talked about today, and so we've just about run out of time. I know that seems to be a theme whenever you get me talking, right? Like I don't 
know how to be quiet, but pastors like to talk. Pastor, and I like to talk <laughs> most of all, I think. <laughs> so, uh, thanks for sharing with us. So, we'll put the rest of this material. We'll just record another podcast that way. Uh, things don't go too long for people. They can be able to enjoy just just what we've been able to give them. Yeah, yeah. So, before we go, Joey, why don't you share something with the people? If you will go to wherever you get a podcast. Why you were so surprised that new podcast? Because <laughs> <laughs> you keep saying you're the old man, even yeah. though it's significantly significantly older. And uh, give us uh, an honest rating. Y'all yeah. start to say I honest. don't. I don't know and about we would that. Appreciate a five star because I think we deserve a five star, but that may not be your honest opinion. So that we can get better at this. Uh, yes. And then go to our Facebook page. Facebook.com small church leadership. Put a, well, there's a slash in there. Slash. Uh, uh, almost. <laughs> you got, you, almost you did got good, man. You did good. We'll, we'll give you, Being we'll as give old you as I am, I'm, I'm, I'm just happy I'm here, yeah. not wandering around. I remember lost. when Franklin Roosevelt was president. Okay. So <laughs> guys, thank you so much. We're going to pick this up on our next episode. We're going to continue talking about the day of the Easter wave and how some really ways that we can uh, get connect cards and have people to give us information that we can use to reach out for them and help them connect to the life of the church. So thanks for listening to the small church leadership podcast, the podcast where we are hopefully and prayerfully helping the small church fulfill the big mission. I've been Brian and it's been wonderful to be that way. And I've been Colby and I'm Joy. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs>